This is Alex Jones from Infowars.com. Unfortunately, I had a bad week. I got deplatformed. So, if you want to listen to new, interesting podcasts, listen to Small Scale Live podcast. Great podcast. I mean, you know, they don't talk about towers or frogs or moon full of cheese, but that's a good podcast. So, listen to Small Scale Live. Tom over at SmallScaleLive.com. And uh, Small Scale Life Podcast. He's got a good podcast. So buy some Berkey water filters, and uh, I'll talk to you later. This is Alex Jones from Infowars.com. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dommers. Yes, we are on the road. Woohoo! On the road. Uh, it is a beautiful day here in central Minnesota, and I <laughs> I was out doing my work, got out early. Um, if you're following me, uh, Small Scale Life, on Instagram or on Facebook, you saw a post this morning, uh, sun coming up and uh, catching the sunrise right in the fog in a, in a low spot on the road. It was so cool. Um, and the reason I got out early is we got... Uh, we got plans tonight. We're going to the Zach Brown Band, baby. So I wanted to get my work done early, get back in time to get ready, and and then just have a really good time tonight with the family at Zach Brown. We decided to do that. We've got our niece in from Georgia, uh, my son's uh, Savannah, uh, my son's girlfriend. We're gonna go and we're and Julie. We're gonna have a good time tonight. We're gonna have a great time watching the band. I wanted to make sure I wasn't late, so I got up early. I got out the door and got on the road, on the road, and uh, and then I was doing my work in the middle of the day and or middle of the morning, and I got a call from my boss. Yep, got to go in for a mandatory drug test. Woohoo! Okay, so got whatever I could do done and now I'm heading back in for that test so yippee doodle here we go always fun when you're on the road but uh, this is kind of a miscellaneous potpourri um, podcast before we hit the weekend Uh, it's been a crazy week and um, I guess potpourri is not the right word actually I wanted to talk about community and community building and the importance of community and um, we've had some things happen this week, as I mentioned elsewhere on Small Scale Life and the Facebook group. It's just been a crazy, uh, it's been a crazy week. We've been Everything's been dialed up to 11, it seems, this week. And, and there's been some things that happened that uh, I wasn't anticipating, none of us were anticipating. But it does show the strength of community, right? And uh, I figured this would be a good opportunity to talk about those things. Some other things happened in the news. If you've been following the news, that also picked up my piqued my interest. And and while we're not a political podcast, don't do politics none of the time. We are going to talk a little bit about some things um, because it's uh, it's important. And I think it's going to kind of uh, you know some other people are picking up on what's going on too, and they're making moves. Uh, there's people who are podcast and content creators that are making moves and doing things. Uh, because the landscape around us is changing very rapidly in the content creation world. And uh, if you do what I do and you do what others have are doing, um, there is a chance that the, the ground you're standing on might suddenly crumble underneath you. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, 
we'll talk about all that in a minute. So first thing we're going to do, welcome to Small Scale Life Podcast. Thanks for being patient. This week I plan to do three podcasts, but things kind of got messed up. Uh, things are going crazy right now, but uh, thank you for your patience. Thanks for tuning in. Again, Small Scale Life is all about uh, simple living and homesteading, gardening, and having some adventures along the way. We're doing all those things, and we're trying. We're trying to develop a simple life. We're trying to reduce the stress in our life. We're running at a million miles an hour as usual, and it's just not healthy. It's not good for us. We need to take the time to slow down, enjoy the the nature and the things around us, to enjoy other people and those relationships and experiences. So that's what we're really going to be focused on here at Small Scale Life. Other podcasts, you know, they talk about gardening they some of them talk about homesteading or or breaking free or lifestyle businesses or healthy lifestyle you know all that stuff but we're 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 kind of we're focusing in on a few things and really the simple living thing and, and and doing things that reduce that stress that's kind of where we're going with a lot of this and i think if you listen back to other podcasts that we've done and you know with greg burns or michael jordan or daniel bulkris or daniel freeman or drew sample i mean uh, scott hebert i mean things you know people are bouncing along in their lives we're just going sometimes going through the motions even me going through the motions and then something happens and that tipping point occurs and suddenly you realize that what you're doing and how you've been doing it is just the wrong is it doesn't work anymore it's not the it's not that it's wrong it's just it doesn't work anymore it's too stressful um you there's a better way to do it a different way to do it and by god we're going to give that a try so yeah i've never really kind of taken this approach i don't think but something that's been rolling around in the back of my skull and uh you know i just wanted to say that (laughs) i think i think as i'm going along here and thinking about things i think things are starting to crystallize and um you know, when I first started Small Scale Life in 2015, I was going to talk about, you know, journal, basically use the blog and an eventual podcast as kind of a journal, some of it uh, for the healthy lifestyle thing. I've got a plan for that and splitting it off. Um, but this is more simple living and, and the gardening and, and creating a new life for yourself where you are really reducing the stress and chaos in your life. And I think that's really important. And, um, and hopefully you'll enjoy the the ride, you know, come along with us on this journey. I, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a simple step, a single step, simple and a single step. And um, just see from what I've seen with uh, the minimalism podcast that Julie and I have done, there's a real interest in slowing down, simplifying and getting just the crap out of your life. So we've all got it going on and what are you going to do how far are you going to go what are you going to do to cut that crap in your life right to get rid of it whether it's a toxic relationships a, um, a cruddy work environment uh, maybe a bad boss um, just not a good financial situation or you know just having too much stuff you know all these things can weigh on your mind and bog you down how can you make how can you make yourself have a simple life by cutting some of that toxic stuff out of it? That's kind of a, that's, that's a good start. Don't you think? Um, in case you're new, uh, we, we don't do a lot of advertising here. I do talk about a couple sponsors at the beginning of the show. Um, that's been kind of a standard fare here for a while. 
Uh, we've been doing some things at Small Scale Life to generate a little income to help pay the bills. And I'm just going to put it out there like that. Um, I've set up an Amazon affiliate and I need to put, for Small Scale Life, I need to put a link on the Small Scale Life podcast. I've also created an account on kit.com, that's K-I-T.com, um, where I'm going to post some things that I use in the garden when I'm canning, a canning class, some books that I like, um, some books that we're reading, uh, some electronics, some other, you know, fitness stuff. I mean, some things that we use and we like. That's what I'm going to put on there. And basically, you'll see those things, see what we're using. Feel free to click on that item and, and it'll go and take you to a link in Amazon. I'll even put some podcast stuff up there. What am I using to do the podcast, including this little recorder in the mobile podcast studio? <laughs> Behind the golden EIB microphone here in the Small Scale Life Studios, mobile studios. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is, uh, you know, put some of this stuff out there. So you can see what we use and what we like and what we recommend. I mean, I'm not going to put something on there that I'm not using or don't really like just because, you know, whatever. So this is stuff that books I listen to or electronic gadget, uh, gadgets we use or tools that we use or, or supplements for the garden that we use. Um, you know, that's, that's the goal. So if you want to support small scale life, check that stuff out. Uh, one of the things on there is a simply canning class. It's the, uh, basics canning basics class taught by Sharon Peterson. We do have an Amazon link there at kit.com or on smallscalelife.com. There's a, the last podcast from last week, uh, talks about canning in the simply canning class. So go to that link. We'll get a few bucks out of it. It helps us keep the lights on. Um, you know, I'm trying to do this stuff in lieu of setting up a Patreon and doing all that. You know, the donation treadmill is one way you can do this to, you know, help pay for hosting fees and podcast equipment and new computers or whatever, you know. And and I could set up a Patreon, but I just haven't. I just I don't want to get on the donation treadmill. Um, unless you guys want me to, I can certainly do that. But feel free to take a look there. We're always uh, expanding the, the products that we have. And again, with the, the Amazon.com affiliate program, when you do your shopping, and I know a lot of you are doing your Amazon shopping, almost exclusively shopping through Amazon, uh, like some of you homesteaders out in the boonies, you know, you don't get into town every day, but you know what? That FedEx or UPS truck seems to find their way to your house all the time and deliver those Amazon boxes. So feel free to use the link. We'll get a percentage of what you buy. And keep in mind, there's a time limit on that. I think it's like a 24-hour time limit. So if you go on Monday and click something, then you're like thinking about it. You go and order on Wednesday, then we don't get any percentage out of it. So it's one way to support the show and what we're doing and I like to say I like to think anyway I like to say you know if we start being you know we, we start seeing a couple dollars come in for this you know there's absolutely more incentive to do more podcasts and more fun things and speaking of fun things this is where we transition we're going to seg you into the topic of the day and that's community right community building and, and enhancing your community so what am I talking about um, it's a crazy week uh, earlier this week, I was just going about my day. I think this was on Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Anywho, um, going about my day, got up as usual, got up early, uh, was starting the work day in the office. I had presentations later that day. Um, 
we've been um, we've been hosting a half lab, half pit bull mix named Karma. And she is a great dog, really super friendly, just loves people, loves to play ball, um, just happy, happy, happy. Uh, but she, <laughs> and she was the one that was digging up my garden, hence the creation of Supermax, right? And fencing off, doing some extra fencing on the garden. Uh, she would jump in there and dig it up, especially during the hot days, because she likes to lay in the dirt. The dirt is a little more cool, especially in raised beds that have uh, that have been recently watered. So she was digging that up earlier this year. Uh, but I digress. She, um, I let her out the other morning, and uh, she was outside, and I left the just left the screen door there, and and I had a couple things I needed to email. So I went downstairs, fired off a couple emails, and it wasn't like hours or anything. It was like 15 minutes and we have a fenced in backyard. It's all chain link fence except for one spot. It's right by between two um, our garage, the next door neighbor's garage is, has the same kind of fencing that I have around the garden and I I know she can jump that stuff, but I have a wheelbarrow over there and some gutters uh, for future projects. He 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 yes, I've got future plans, but I have some metal gutters over there and stored and and I thought nah she's never jumped out and she's been out there for a while you know longer I, it didn't even occur to me because she's been out there for a time uh before you know when I'm washing dishes or something and I can keep an eye on her and she you know we let her out and she kind of you know hangs out in the, the, the backyard and it's all fenced in it's got gates it's all secure so I thought <laughs> so <laughs> so 15 minutes I do a couple emails got some great news on Wednesday, which was really cool. So I was pretty excited about that. Fired off a couple emails and, and then uh, came back upstairs because I heard her head. She, we have a cat door because Princess Lulu, the cat, she doesn't like karma, but uh, she's been kind of regulated in the basement. We do have a cat door and I heard karma push her head into the cat door. And that's kind of a funny thing. And then, and then I heard it go chukunk, which means she was out walking around, you know? So I went upstairs 15 minutes, right? I look outside. No dog. I go outside. And I'm looking around. I'm calling her name. No dog. No dog anywhere. Dog has left the premises. And I fired a a panic text to Jules. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm going to do. The dog is like, gone. History. Goodbye. See you later. Left the premises. So I checked all the gates. They're all secured. So... Did she get wings? Karma have wings or something? Have some Red Bull or something? I don't know. She was completely gone, and I was panicking. Because I, you know, this is Danny's girlfriend's dog, and I'm the guy that's home, and oh my god, what's going to happen? Where do I start looking? So I jump in the car, driving around the neighborhood, windows down, calling her name. I talked to a few people. I talked to the neighbor across the street. She said, oh, yeah, a couple hours ago, I saw the dog running that way. You know, a, a, a brown dog running that way. I'm like, a couple hours, my butt. This was, no, 20 minutes ago now or maybe 25 minutes ago. This wasn't a couple hours, but that's splitting here. She was gone, and I drove around the neighborhood. I drove near uh, Shingle Creek, which is a, a nature preserve area just to the north of us. We've taken her for walks up there, and... We figured maybe she would head to the water, right? It's hot day. Maybe she's going to the water and where all the rabbits and squirrels are that she likes to 
um, try to chase on a leash and it doesn't work out too well. But, um, I drove up there and, and I just got back. I didn't know what to do. And, and I had to text, uh, Danny's girlfriend, Savannah. I had to text her and let her know and nothing from her. And I was texting Jules and I was really panicking because I, you know, holy crud, this takes me back a few years where I'm trying to find a needle in the proverbial haystack and where do you start, right? This is a big neighborhood. She could be a mile away by now. Um, so, uh, (laughs) so I heard, it's funny. I was out, I went back outside. I talked to another neighbor. She hadn't seen anything. She had just came outside. She didn't see any dog do anything or jumping, running or anything. And I heard some dogs barking like a block to the south and so I walked down there just some dogs barking at the poor utility lady she's marking out the utilities for a roadway project that's coming and uh, no no sign of karma the flying dog nothing looks like the aliens had scooped her up put her in a spaceship so now we're about an hour you know I walked around the block calling calling nothing um, then I jump on the bike and I did like a half an hour bike ride through the whole neighborhood, you know, trying to find this dog <laughs> with wings or got scooped up by the aliens and nothing. I went around the ponds. I went down by the creek. I went all over the place. So now we're hitting almost like the two hour mark and I'm just, I just don't know what to do. I just, I'm at a complete loss. I, I, this dog is gone in history and I don't know what to do. I, I talked to Savannah, Danny's girlfriend. I talked to her, kind of informed her. She didn't go crazy or anything, which was, which was good, but it's still, I didn't know where the dog was. And, um, you know, uh, talked to my son by text and, uh, you know, I just, I was out of ideas. So I decided what I would do is hit social media. Um, so I went down and hit Facebook and I had some pictures of the dog. And so I put, I found the neighborhood association. We have a neighborhood association Facebook group and I put a post in there. I put her picture. I kind of explained what happened, that she's really friendly. She's not a threat. If anybody's seen her, please let me know. And, um, I went and got a little bit of water. So it was like two minutes, two minutes later, I sat down and there's a notification. Some dude in the neighborhood said, Oh, this, this dog looks like one that popped up over here in this virtual garage sale site over here and posted the link and, and, uh, or wanted to know the cross street. Yeah, that's what happened. He wanted to know the cross street where I was at. I gave him the our cross street and he's like, Oh yeah, this, this just popped up over here and it's at, it's at the next block over and the next block to the North, you know? So barely, barely any distance away, somebody had picked up this dog and they had posted it in the virtual garage sale saying, wow, this dog's a real sweetie. She's just a great pup, but looking for a home. And of course the dog hopped the fence, didn't have a collar on, didn't have a microchip yet. So <clears throat> we're going to take care of all that. I went to the virtual garage sale site to to get on there, but I had to answer questions and get approved and all that crap. And I kind I knew the where it was, which wasn't far away. So I just I hit I grabbed the collar, grabbed the leash, jumped out the the screen door and just walked. I walked a 
block to the west and then a block, uh, half a block to the north. And there she was. She was right there inside the chain link fence. And, um, you know, she saw me and started barking. And I went up to the door, knocked on the door, stepped back, you know, because just give people space, right? You don't want to be up right by the door. And, and met this really nice lady who had, uh, I guess her neighbor had was driving to work, saw Karma the Flying Dog walking down the street, like having a walkabout, just happy-go-lucky puppy, and uh, brought her over to this lady's house because she was home, and, and uh, the lady had actually put Karma inside the van, taken her up to a vet to check the vet to a microchip, which wasn't there, which will be soon, and then brought her back home, was just kind of, you know, threw it on a couple of social media sites, and, and fortunately for me, I had posted the picture in the neighborhood association she didn't but she had posted elsewhere and and there you go we uh met a nice nice neighbor and thanked her profusely up and down left and right it was just it was really cool how a little neighborhood association group can all come together and that and the and the big point is it's a long long story it worked out good it worked out great I was very relieved and very happy, and I think Karma was too because she was very tired and she laid down. I think she knew she kind of she kind of did a bad thing, but uh, <laughs> but um, it just kind of shows that you know sometimes we can't do this stuff all by ourselves. I mean, I was looking, I looked all over the place, you know, and and was doing my best to try to find her, but probably when I went riding by that house, they were up at the vets trying to find the microchip, and that was, you know, just not there, it was just poof, gone, and, uh, you know, I, I did all the searching, and, and there again, the, the missing dog was almost like a stone's throw away, but, you know, you're, you're just so focused on your individual effort that you miss you miss the target. You miss the uh, the thing that's missing, you know. And um, other people in the neighborhood are so good. They're really nice. Nice folks found the dog. Didn't know if this was a vicious dog. Didn't know anything about the dog. But kind of held the dog for a little bit and started posting out there in the community. And, uh, and it worked out. And I, you know being good to neighbors, helping each other out. I think that's really important. Um, I think this is an important thing. I think this is, you know, we, we just kind of gloss over it sometimes the importance of community, you know? Um, and, and I think this is, uh, not to make a political statement, but you know, the way our modern culture works now is you're just, you're posting crap on social media. I'm guilty of this too. I'm putting my hand up. I'm guilty of this. We're posting crap on the internet and look at how busy I am. Look how great things are. La 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 la. And we're really not making that human connection, right? And we're just kind of bumping through life, doing our thing. And we're not building community. We're all like little individuals working on our own little things and doing our own little stuff. And we're really not connecting with the people around us. We're not talking to our neighbors. Man, when I was growing up, my parents didn't like many of my neighbors, if any of them. They thought the ones next door with the young kids were too loud. Uh, the ones, the other ones, they were, you know, too liberal. Or the ones across the street were too conservative. You know, I mean, just those ones over there, they're more... I mean, it was just, it was just 
there was no sense of community. We didn't have little group get-togethers. We didn't have, uh, we didn't come together as a neighborhood. We didn't have any uh, collective activities. We had a wild area that went all the way from our house, basically, down to the river, uh, right by Julie's house. She was lived in the same neighborhood. And people would just dump their leaves and stuff in there. But nobody went in there as a group or uh, a neighborhood and community and tried to clean that up. You know, it could have been a really nice walkway, a really nice walking path through kind of a ravine. And, uh, you know, there was no collective effort to try to make that better. Instead, it was just a dumping ground of, of leaves and branches and, clippings and and trash in some cases I mean who wants that that's not what we do that's not how we want to live but there was no coming together as a community right there was just nothing um you see this in churches not to cut on churches but you know hey we're great we're sending billions of dollars over to some countries way off far and here we got homeless people on the street or our veterans are committing suicide or 22 veterans a day are killing themselves and there's just no sense of community none and uh, you know some of the things I've seen doing this podcast starting this podcast like the Hogtoberfest the Captain Lumber Squatch and his group of squatches the get the Ohio get stuff done crew I mean that is really unique and unusual you know, it's um, people with similar interests come together, get that stuff done. And when I was out in Colorado, we had a big discussion, a late night discussion over uh, over some fermented drinks and and uh, with Danielle and, and Rob, and we were talking about um, we were talking about some of these community groups that just have been destroyed. I guess out west they had the Granger groups that would get together and do events together. And they, they were really strong, and they've been just obliterated and gone. You look at the lions and the elks and the moose, you know, these different groups, the masons even. I mean, they're getting older, and no one is joining these things. They're dying. All of these groups are dying. And, uh, you know, I'm not promoting any of those, but it's just, it's changing. I mean, even look at the Boy Scouts. I mean, there was a lot of controversy this year as they they're letting girls into the boy scouts these days uh, new policy there but their membership was in decline since 2015 or or even earlier i mean i remember us i was assistant scout master and scouts were kind of in a downward spiral it's always a struggle to bring in the kids and keep them you know we're just kind of losing this working as a team working as a group thing you know and uh, we were all kind of boiling down into individuals I, I get really jealous of what uh, Greg and Daniel and the, the squatches the lumber squatches are doing out in Ohio I think that's a that's a really great thing and I, I wish them the best with it I I am really you know we've got a start here I mean we've got just a little budding start here in, in Minnesota and Wisconsin and it and it's something that I want to, I've got to get some time to, to, to meet with some folks. Um, there's some really cool folks that are, that would, I think would love to get together and start doing that kind of thing here. Um, it just takes a little effort and work to pull it all together and make yourself available. Right. I mean, part of that's a big thing too, is, is taking the time and making yourself 
available to do some of this stuff. And it just can't be me, 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 run, run, run kind of thing. You're going to have to build some time into your schedule and, and actually invest it in people. Sorry for that little dramatic pause. Had to take a, a moment for getting fuel. <laughs> You're not going to be on the road long if you don't get fuel, right? So uh, <laughs> I had to get some fuel. Uh, back on the road. Here we go. Woohoo. Um, where was I? But yeah, uh, there's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not yelling at any of you. <laughs> I'm making general statements here about our modern Western culture here in America in 2018. And also my crazy life. I mean, I'm one of the worst offenders here. You know, I, I've got friends spread all over the country and they're, and they're great people. Love, I, I like, I love talking with them, joking with them, um, being part of their groups. Love it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, but we do need to, I need to get some things going on here in the Twin Cities and, and in Minnesota and Wisconsin. And there's some people, you know, and that was the reason I started the Minnesota, Wisconsin regenerative ag group is to kind of create a, a, like an Ohio get stuff done crew just called it Regen Ag. So, and I've met some really great people over there and, and, uh, you know, I've tried to connect and, you know, one thing or another has happened and things don't quite work out, but, you know, operation outreach is underway and that's something I'm going to be working, continually working on, uh, through the back half here of 2018 and into 2019 is to start to meeting folks and getting together and having little meetups, small scale life meetups, or just, you know, gardening meetups or whatever we're going to do that just you know to meet folks and uh, I met uh, Scott from from down in Blue Earth Blue Dirt Farms great guy Um, he was just selling some pork and it was you know it was really cool that we got to meet each other and uh, I'm going to try to get down to see him Yellow Hutch Farm friends up there got to come up and meet those folks Sherry Sutton up in Spooner Nikki up in Trago Wisconsin, John over in Elk River, or sorry, Elk Mound, um, just making these connections. Um, and, you know, um, Andrew and the Twin Cities and, and some others. I mean, it's uh, some folks in Stillwater. I mean, there's just people all over that um, need to figure out how to connect, connect and, and take the time and stop on by and, and, uh, and meet everybody. I, it, that's... It's what I would like to do here as we roll into fall and have some fires, have some good time, build, start building community and, you know, uh, connecting with people. I think that's really important. And, uh, you know, I made a, a comment a little bit a rant on my little rant, my soapbox rant about churches sending all this money overseas. And, you know, I think that's that's been a real uh, beautiful thing about GoFundMe and some of these other um, donation websites where somebody in your community is in need they can we can set up a gofundme and really help that person uh i recently had uh, posted a couple gofundmes and and cries for help from joe stone who's a paraplegic had his trailer stolen out in utah um and uh they found this the the trailer and uh it had been pretty much picked over picked clean and he set up a GoFundMe, and, and I put the call out there, and some folks donated from Small Scale Life, which is awesome. And then uh, my my uh, 
cousin's ex-wife. She's moving. She had a GoFundMe set up. Um, and Candace with her kids, and her kids have special needs. And and some small-scale life folks donated. And thank you guys so much for helping out that community, our community. Um, you know, I think that's so cool, and I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And uh, you know, even if I don't make a nickel on this, if we can help out some other people in the community, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. You know, I mean. After all, I do like doing this. Having a couple nickels roll in is always good, too. But, um, you know, thank you all for who supported those efforts. And uh, this is, again, the power of community and uh, being able to help each other, lean on each other. If we got a big project, help each other. I mean, I'm just, like I said, the Ohio Get Stuff Done crew is so cool how they get together and build bee boxes, put in fencing, um, you know, help with, uh, help check beehives um uh, with beekeeping and um oktoberfest of course but you know there's a lot of other events that they get together and they do stuff and i think that's really important and again it's it's back to me making the time and, and doing this and, and maybe you too setting some time aside stopping the projects and the madness and and getting out and meeting folks i think that's uh that's really important especially as we move forward. So how do, how can I help with this? How can I help facilitate meetups and groups and stuff? And this is something I've been kicking around. I mean, I started the small scale of small scale life Facebook group and we have over 500 people in there. Over 600 people are, are part of small scale life Facebook group. Uh, but Facebook is frustrating, isn't it? It's just so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> you put a post in there and it goes into oblivion. I mean, it's gone in, in just a matter of days, depending on activity. It can be hours, right? If you're part of these bigger groups with 20, 30, 40, 100,000 people in there, I mean, you put something in there, it is down in the black hole before you can even get a response on it, right? And uh, now our stuff at Small Scale Life Facebook group isn't like that, but it, it, you know, we're growing. We are growing. We're adding more people. And uh, slowly, slow and steady. And, uh, you know, posts and thoughts and ideas and questions and, and comments just get, get pushed into the, the deep nether region of Facebook, somewhere deep in the bowels of the NSA or something. I don't know. But, um, okay, come on, laugh. You could laugh at that one, guys. Come on. Uh, but uh, this is something that I've been kicking around for a long time. And uh, I recently joined... Um, the small town homestead, um, fa- uh, not well, their Facebook group, the front porch, and they've got 20 over 20,000 people in that and that Facebook group. And Harold uh, Thornbrough has done a great job with his group and his podcast, and, and he's set up his own community. He's got a forum that's starting to get some traction, getting more people in there, including yours truly. Uh, I got access to it, and it's it's been fun posting. You can post pictures, you can post questions, you can post stories or whatever. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm a, I know forums are like 1990s, right? Or early 2000s kind of thing. But, you know, if you look at the survival podcast, you look at some other forums that have been around a while, there's a lot of good ideas, thoughts, questions, discussions going on in them. And it's something that I've, I've been kicking around for over a year. I mean, I've got the plugin installed on Small Scale Life, but I've been just kind of kicking around how to roll it out. And, you know, not to add one more thing to your crazy, hectic lives, but it's something that 
that I've kicked around, especially with what's happened in the past week. Now, I know almost well, tons of people here are probably going to roll their eyes about, you know, about what happened this week. Um, huge news. I mean, Alex Jones, Alex Jones, I'm Alex Jones from down in Texas. You know, the moon is made of cheese, you know, that kind of stuff going on. And, uh, you know, Alex Jones, I mean, from Infowars.com got deplatformed. Everything, uh, everything but Twitter. I mean, he lost YouTube, Facebook, um, everything but Twitter. He even lost MailChimp and another email service bounced him, which is crazy. Um, that's unprecedented. So the only thing that's left is Twitter. Uh, and he's got, and it didn't, it didn't matter. He has 2 million, over 2 million people that follow his stuff on YouTube. It didn't matter. He got bounced right out of there and, uh, totally deplatformed him. And, and whether it's fake news or whatever, uh, he was deplatformed. That could happen. And also Ron Paul Institute was deplatformed this week. And also Steve Crowder was taken off the offline for a while too. So those are pretty big sites that go down and went bye-bye. And uh, I think Steve Crowder's back, but I think Ron Paul Institute is gone. But, uh, you know, it could it happen? Sure could. I mean, you say the wrong thing, somebody gets it all wound up and makes complaints, starts reporting you, they could deplatform any of us. Any one of us could be deplatformed or taken off, blocked, uh, dropped off internet, you know, or off Facebook or Twitter, YouTube, all those platforms. Um, you know, it's happening a lot lately. Um, you know, and it is obviously size does not matter in this case. If they don't like what you're saying, you could be bounced. And, you know, I'm one of the things we talk about here is homesteading. And what is homesteading? Well, some of us, a lot of us, I don't yet, other than the dog and the cat, have livestock and we butcher, right? I mean, some of us, some folks are butchering hogs and chickens this weekend. And if you post anything online about that, somebody could target you, right? I mean, there's people who don't like to see that stuff and they don't want to see that stuff and it's considered violence and and a crime in some cases, right? Some people just, I mean, they feel that strongly about uh, butchering livestock. And uh, uh, we have a group called PETA out there, right? And they're, they're, they can be pretty wild and aggressive. And for a homesteading site that talks, like Harold talks about quail or Jack Spirko talked about ducks and quail or, or um, you know, uh, the Captain Lumber Squatch has hogs and Hogtoberfest. It's all about, you know, the coming together, the community and, and all that good stuff. But, but there is, you know, there's slaughter of animals that can happen on a homestead, right? Uh, rabbits or whatever. And um, some people could get really offended by that and could deplatform the whole thing. So, you know, I whether you want to talk about free speech or private property rights or whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. What I'm talking about is how do we set this up so if... Facebook goes away. If you woke up and Facebook was burned down to the ground tomorrow or Twitter or Instagram, which I really like, or YouTube, which I really like. I mean, what if, and Pinterest, if those were all gone, I mean, could you continue to operate? How do you do that? And I think the way you do that is you do what Harold does, which was, was, which is one of the reasons he set this up in the first place. 
is to set up a forum that you control the content and you control, you know, you, you, you don't have to ask Mark Zuckerberg or Jack or any of those guys their permission. You just do and you have it available to people. And so I've been, uh, I've set up a, uh, a subdomain on small scale life. I'm kicking around setting up a new site like Harold has done and keeping that over there, keep it separated. Um, and yeah, it's more work on our part. Maybe that's why I didn't get more podcasts done. Part of the reason why I didn't get more podcasts done is I was kind of working on through that. Uh, but I'm, I'm very close to having a members only site where a forum will be established and we can talk about what we want to talk about there. And it would be kind of supplemental to the Facebook group, but you know, I mean, the beautiful thing about a forum is things are there. You can find them. Uh, stuff is searchable. It's not a, a, um, it's not like Facebook where it's one, you know, that's one big black hole of content. It's, you can actually find stuff there. And, uh, you know, there's a, I could, you know, I could direct everybody to go over to Small Town Homestead's face uh, forum as well. I mean, we could go over there, but it'd be kind of nice to start something up on our own site and, and kind of manage that there and, and build our community and our tribes there. I think that's really important. Um, you know, and, and, you know, people in Missouri, if you guys want to get together or California or Texas, cause I know California and Texas, a lot of people listen out there. Maybe they're pining to in California. Maybe you're trying to get away from the wildfires and you want a little bit of the simple life, get out of that rat race out there. And I wouldn't blame you. So, um, you know, it's something I've been kicking around. I've really not pulled the trigger on cause I didn't want to add to the noise and add to the workload. But I, you know, not that I'm scared of being deplatformed, not that anybody's threatened or anything like that, but you know, to have something to call our own, to build our own communities and start to forge relationships there. I think that might be a good thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I've been very proud of, of, the work everybody's done on small scale life on the Facebook group and responding to comments and questions and, and sharing their stories and stuff. And, and maybe this is a good way to, to move over there. I know Facebook is easy. It's so darn easy. You just pop it open, go to your group. Boop, there I am. And I can just do whatever I want there. And over on a Facebook or on a forum, you got to go to a different site and get off Facebook and it's not on a flashy app, blah, blah, blah. But, but you know what? It's secure and it's user friendly and you can post pictures and and uh, I found that people on forums tend to be pretty informed folks and and very helpful and willing to engage that's one of the problems with these big Facebook groups is we've got a lot of lurkers that don't engage and, and that's fine you know that's cool but it'd be kind of fun to see some of your stories and stuff too so I it's something I'm kicking around and, and I'm really close to launching it um, you know, I know that uh, Harold and I have talked quite a bit about forums, and, and Kevin Geary and I have talked about forums and different apps and stuff. I know there's other apps that kind of work like a forum, and I just uh, get tired of uh, loading up 50 different apps and stuff. But, um, you know, I want stuff to be searchable. I want you to be able to you to you know, find articles or find information, and I want you to interact with it. Um and, you know, all the same rules would still apply, no politics or any of that junk. And, um, you know, I do encourage content makers to put their stuff in there as long as you're not selling purses or something, you know, relevant stuff, right, folks? But, uh, I, 
this is something that uh, I might experiment with and have a few people in there and, and see what it's like. You know, uh, I might need to put it behind a subscription service just because I don't want, you know, all the spam and all the trouble from, you know, people find forums and they load them up with all kinds of ungodly spam. I know, I used to I used to administer forums back in the day. I've administered a few of them in my time. And things are a lot better than they used to be. Uh, but, um, you know, it's still, it's still work. And you still have to monitor you know, keep the, keep the trolls out, keep the riffraff out and keep the spammers out. Right. So, um, yeah, these are the things that have been rolling around in my brain, especially as I've watched the whole thing unfold on social media and what's been going on. And, you know, we work too hard to build these little platforms and they really are little platforms, but I think they're packed with good information and we're trying to do good stuff and share information and share stories and, and motivate people to try different things, right? And try, try a garden, just try it or try some homesteading, just maybe have a couple rabbits, you know, or try some quail or, you know, try, try planting that comfrey over in the corner there. See what it does and you can use it, right? Or plants a blueberry bush or two instead of, you know, more, you know, frilly little grass that you can't do anything with. (laughs) Oh, those plantains, they might be actually useful instead of just a noxious weed that, you know, kills your grass in that spot. (laughs) What are these worms for? I don't know. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things we can do. There's a lot of things we can, uh, you know, that we can control. There's a lot of things we can't. And how somebody reacts to this stuff and then screams bloody murder to some third-party arbiter uh, who just has no context or clue and can hit delete um, or hit uh, flush and then all your stuff is gone. I, I'm getting more and more leery of that and maybe call me a conspiratorialist or... Maybe I'm maybe I'm Alex Jones over here talking about the frogs. No, um, uh, I'm not selling any Berkey water filters yet or probiotics. But you know, um, I just I just want to build something that's going to last, that's going to be interesting, that uh, people are going to engage with, and that um, will will be here for a while. And and attitudes and trends change. People get you know, we're we're going in weird paths sometimes, and. Uh, you know, if obviously we, we want to be respectful of, of, of our animals and our plants and our property and, you know, we want to be respectful of other people. Uh, but we are going in some strange directions these days and people are triggered by the, the littlest things. And I'd rather have something that people will know will be there and can enjoy and can share their information and knowledge in. So, so that's what's been going on here at Small Scale Life. It's kind of, uh, like I said, it is a little bit of potpourri, and I don't usually talk politics. And I, you know, some folks have told me that that's a uh, that's a good thing. You know, that it's kind of a nice safe harbor in a world just full of too much screaming and yelling about red and blue and purple and all this kind of stuff but um it's just it's it's tiresome right it's tiresome and it's um it's it's time to blaze a new path and it's time to do some new things and uh i'm gonna be working on that a little bit over the weekend i've got some other podcasts that i'm finishing up editing and again i apologize for not rolling this stuff out earlier um 
I do enjoy doing the podcast. I think I'm going to be doing more of this uh, on the road kind of stuff uh, with my job. Uh, some of that good news. My job is, you know, my position. I'm adjusting it just a touch. So I am going to be on the road a little bit more. So you will get a little bit of ro- more road noise. You'll get a little bit of more of me talking off the cuff. And that's okay. You know, I'm, the heavily scripted stuff is cool. It's fun. But um, this, I'm going to be on the road a lot more. And these longer car rides, I think it's going to be more fun to, uh, you know, it's kind of like Jack Spierko in the early days where he did his podcast from the car. And, and that's kind of what I'm going to be doing here as I drive along and, and uh, you know, think of things and I'll be talking about them. So uh, I do have a number of podcasts ready. I'll fleet them up and get them out to you guys and uh, give you something to listen to over the weekend, right? And as soon as this thing is available, this forum is available, we'll test it, you know, we'll test it out and we'll see, you know, if it works, if people like it, um, we'll give it a shot. And then, you know, if there is a, a paywall you know, where you have to buy, buy a subscription or something, I would encourage you all to do it. Um, you know, it isn't about the money. I do want the engagement and everything, but it is to keep out the trolls. So I don't know. I'll play with it a little bit and we'll see what we do. Um, maybe we'll just kind of roll it out as a test and then we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at folks. It's a crazy mixed up, mad, chaotic world. And we're all running at 3 million miles an hour. We need to stop and smell the roses and take some of that burden off our our shoulders, that stress off our shoulders and start focusing on what's important. And, uh, you know, I hope that small scale life is a vehicle to start building some of those relationships and, and, and motivating you to have some of those experiences, you know, some adventure. It's not just going to that job nine to five every day and eating your bologna sandwich at noon and two breaks and oh god I gotta go back to the cube farm cube farm and clear these orders or clear these tech requests or you know there's there's more to it than that our lives can be really rich and wonderful and not filled with all this you know anger and stress and all that stuff but we've got to take the steps to to move in that direction right we've got to figure out a way to jettison all that junk and move forward and and I'm hoping that what we're doing having a little fun you know throwing a little more celebrity impression throwing a few more celebrity impressions in here this is Sean Connery you know that we can have some fun make you laugh a little bit and and offer something a little different than you're hearing on other places where we're just like I started small scale life oh this is Tom from small scale life we're gonna be very serious today I mean who wants to listen to that this ain't NPR baby this is fun. This is small scale life, man. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, off to go to the screening. That'll be a good time. Yes, good stuff, folks. Welcome, uh, welcome to the welcome to the government service. But uh, thanks all for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. What do we got coming up? I'm actually lining up a bunch of great interviews. I thought I was going to have a bell cast this week, but uh, things didn't quite line up, so we're going to reschedule. Also, Drew Sample is going to be on the podcast. Uh, we have to reschedule there, too. Um, I've got Greg Burns and my buddy Jay. We got that podcast, two-parter podcast there. I was on the Intellectual Agrarian, so as soon as that's available, I'll provide a link there. We talked about the 
birth of small-scale life. Where did this all come from? What are we trying to do here? Um, that was actually a lot of fun to talk about that kind of stuff and have a few laughs and be just a little different than, uh, you know, Mr. Engineer guy talking about railroad stuff or whatever, you know, because that's what I am, an engineer, and this isn't NPR, because NPR sucks. So anyway, we're going to do some fun stuff here, crank it up, go to 11 and have some fun. Um, What other stuff? Oh, Fit Farmer, I'm going to have him on. Ooh, and I've got some canning folks. Sharon Peterson wants to come on. So I've got a whole string of guests. I just got to line them up and knock them down. So that's what's coming, folks. Get ready. It's good times. Uh, In the meantime, I hope you guys have a great weekend. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to always continue to learn, do, and grow. This is not a political podcast. This is not NPR, but we're having a lot of fun. So take care, everybody, and we'll see you soon. time to pee in a cup i'll fill it up just to the red line is it just me or does zach brown kind of look like captain lumber squatch hmm i wonder if they're related hmm i sound like a dumbass all the time so yes yes